Hello everyone, it's your boy Hunt, back with another episode of Tabletop Recap. We have more Dungeons and Dragons goodness for you today with my co-hosts, Kami. Hello. And Karen, the Manager Slayer. Hi. Swag YOLO. Oh so today we're just going to tell more Dungeons and Dragons gaming stories for your pleasure. Kind of part of our Dungeons and Dragons marathon of episodes uh, to kind of celebrate our current campaign coming to a close and our new campaign starting. Yeah, I get to be a lizard boy. Are you going to tell them how Big Boy Chungus isn't here? Oh yeah, Big Boy Chungus isn't here because he died of coronavirus. A horrible, painful death. Blood everywhere. No, he's fine. He's just not here. Yeah, he was, he was on call today, so. He's busy. Yeah, he's a busy little boy. So we're the gonna only roll. one busy in this <laughs> yeah. country, it seems like. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna roll for initiative to see who goes first. Not me! I rolled 10. Ooh, 11. Karen has won every time. Yeah, you've won every single time. It's because the D&D gods are with me. <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? Yeah, it's just so funny as ha ha. <laughs> okay, I don't care. Okay, so give us a story. Give us a beautiful story. Um. Well, I I think stop. Kami <laughs> wants me to tell the story about how Flyboy dro- uh, blinded the dragon. <laughs> it's a good story. It it is a really good story. It made me very mad because I did not think of this, and he was very. Oh, God. He GM'd you. Yeah, he GM'd the GM. Was the bun there? <laughs> yes, yes, the bun was there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was actually about to die. I can guarantee you he was about to die. Yes. Because so, he's an obstinate idiot. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> so rude. Uh, if you played with bun, you would be, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm the nice boy. I'm a nice pal. Except for when it comes to big boy Chungus, you are not nice then. I'm nice. I'm. He. I say what needs to be said. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it now? <laughs> it's constructive cynicism. To be fair, I mean to bun in person too, so it's okay. Yeah. All right, let's let's do this. Tell us a story, Mama. Okay, so um, this was a different D and D story with Kami, the Bun, and Flyboy. This was um. Kind of like Sao Sword Art Ugh, Online inspired. I hate Sword Art Online. It was inspired. I hate Sword Art Online. Very loosely. It doesn't even. It's Sword Art Online couldn't inspire one of my dumps. <laughs> I hate Sword Art Online. Why do you hate Sword Art Online? Because it's pandering garbage. Accurate. And it's Accurate. not good. Yeah. It's bad. Okay. It's basically like a. The idea was we were just having to battle through levels. It was kind of the. We were yeah. progressively climbing vertically through this world, so yeah. roughly. Yeah, exactly. A little more like constant action with the whole fightings and. I think the thing you said to me was, "I could fix this. <laughs> I could make this good." Yeah, and then I made it worse. Anyway, so <laughs> um, they had taken on a quest to go see what was up with a dragon who was attacking a town. And they went up to fight this dragon, and I thought they'd handle it a little differently, but I think you guys ended up charging in or something. Um, that was the first time that Bud and I fought over a plan. Oh, yeah, that's right. The plan never came to fruition because you guys couldn't decide on one, really. Yeah. And so 
you know, things went sideways. Everyone was about to die. His plan was dumb. I don't Sorry. even remember all You're of so them. angry right now. I'm a little irritated. <laughs> he's a little irritated because he's, he's Tai Tai Boy. Oh, we didn't have to do this podcast. No, I wanted to. No, it's okay. I'm just messing with them. Um, anyway, so, yeah, you guys couldn't decide on a plan, and then things just went crazy because everyone was on different pages. It didn't really work out. And so the dragon, a very confident, cocky dragon, was like, oh, you know, I've clearly won. You guys don't know what you're doing. And Flyboy was, he was a very smart, dumb character. No, he was a very dumb, charismatic character. He had, like, negative modifiers and intelligence, deep negative modifiers, but above perfect charisma. Yes, but, like, he still played very smart. So he was like, oh, I have this great plan. Where he started to, like, you know, talk to the dragon, like, oh, your greatness, and, you know, pandering to the dragon and Like stuff. how Donkey seduced the dragon in Shrek. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly that. So the dragon, you know, pre- pretty confident, pretty proud of himself. He's like, oh, yes, of course, you're, like, one of, you, you could totally, you know, give me all your stuff. And he's like, oh, okay, I have this great sword to give you. So Flyboy holds up this sword. He's like, oh. Just generic sword. Yeah, but he's talking it up, super charismatic and everything. So the dragon's like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll take your stuff and maybe let you live, but no one else. So he's like, oh, I give you this sword. And he's like handing it to him. And the dragon leans in to, you know, take the sword. And Flyboy was like, now wait. You said the dragon leaned in. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, he's leaning in very dramatic where he's like, oh, being just pompous, confident. And he's like, okay, as he leans in, I blind him. I, he had like a blinding spell. Rolled on it, rolled a 20 or something. He always <laughs> rolls 20s in your story. He's insufferably lucky. Yes. He's the opposite of Bun. I want yeah. to play with him so bad. You would love it. I don't even think he had to roll a 20 for that. I think he rolled like well, just good enough. He had a... a, a light spell effectively just a super blinding light kind of spell and the dragon leaned in he was like so wait the dragon's only five feet away and i was like yeah he's right up there he's like cool i blind him in the eye literally cast this spell in this dragon's eye dragon goes blind everyone jumps on the dragon (laughs) kills it and it was just one of those like moments where i the gm like, had to sit there for a second and be like, how did I not see this coming? How did I not plan this? Why? I fell right into that. Because I was just like, oh, this is his character. He always, like, you know, he always uses his charisma to befriend everyone. I'm like, he's just befriending the dragon because that's just his play. And then he's like, I blind the dragon. I'm like, oh, no. Just came up with this flawless little plan, and I'm like, oh, gosh. So, that was a... That was a fun story. Fun little interesting story. One of my favorite parts about that whole incident was that Bunyan and I had no clue what he was doing. And so part of the character getting close to the dragon is he started insulting us and saying all these things. And we were kind of sitting there getting a little irritated. Like, I'll trade my life. I'll, like, you know, serve you, dragon. Just kill these other guys. Leave me alive. And we were like, dude, are you really going to leave us high and dry like that? And then he, of course, saves our butts, so we yeah. felt bad about it. <laughs> Insane. You're not impressed. I am impressed. I'm just tired. 
Oh, we didn't have to do this. <laughs> Irony. I've been tired all day, so. I feel like you live in a state I also of tiredness. want McDonald's biscuits real bad. <laughs> you, you can't get McDonald's. Corona says no. No! I can't leave. I really do want them. Anyways, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blinded Dragon. Oh, so that was, that was one of my stories. Okay, I got one. Oh, and wow. it's, once again, involves Flyboy's amazing roles. Oh, my goodness. He's the worst Everyone and the best. is going to get so sick of hearing about him on this podcast. They're going to think he's a myth. <laughs> a legendary creature. <laughs> one day he'll come back out of the West and save us from ourselves. Oh. No, so this was, uh, once again, in that mythology-inspired D&D that Karen was running. And we were going after one of those obelisks that was containing a de- uh, deity. And um, we had stopped off at our little sanctuary home base first, looking for supplies. And Flyboy's character was socializing everybody and mooching everything he could out of this. Pretty perfectly. He made friends with everybody who was an NPC. Just oh, yeah. a very charismatic, nice character. NPCs, nuts I got him. Exactly. Yes. That. Um, and so one of the things he got was, they didn't know what this stone did, but it was locked up in one of these vaults of artifact things. It was in a closet. Was it? Okay. Mm-hmm. It was sitting on a closet covered in dust. Locked up. No, nobody knew what it was. Nobody knew what it did. We didn't know what it did, but they let him have it. Um, some kind of magic is all we know. So we go on and we take on this obelisk, which is surrounded by vampires and demon dogs and all kinds of other supernatural fiendy kind of stuff. And we made it about halfway through the things that were there before the numbers started to tell on our HP, where we could one-shot a lot of these things, but when there are eight of them, your health doesn't hold up so well. So one of the things is they were hiding in this little hut thing to from the daylight when daylight was there. I suppose, but... Yeah, pretty much. So we ran into this hut for cover to try and take them on one at a time, and as this last wave of six or seven demon dogs is coming for us, we're all licking our wounds with two HP. Oof. And Flyboy remembers that he has this stone. He has no idea what it does. He just says, I'm gonna use this thing. It's gonna save us. I know it will. And he decided to just use it. And... Karen had him roll on use magical object to figure out what was going to happen. Basically an arcana check. And, of course, with Flyboy's luck, he rolls a nat 20. So, Karen is just disgusted at this point. This is... Is this before or after he drained the, the Kraken's lake? This was after. Yeah, so she's already fed up with him tonight. But... He holds the thing up, and Karen describes it as this blast of light radiates out of this stone and immediately incinerates all the things in front of us. Wow. He proceeded to name the rock Tom. Oh, that explains your notes where it says Tom, exclamation point. And then, because it saved us in our hour of need, and because we had been saving deities who, you know, were not very nice... Flyboy decided that in the downtime between sessions, his character was going to go on a pilgrimage to spread the word of Tom and begin oh his own religion built around this stone. And he did. He even created an entire backstory. That's like what the... I should be the paladin for. Paladin for Tom. <laughs> oh my gosh, if you do that, I'm going to cry with happiness. <laughs> the gospel of Tom continues. Please do it. I will get him to send the backstory of Tom. <laughs> I'll consider it. 
Uh, he came back, I mean, a week later, he typed up, like, a ten-page thing about St. Tom and how he ascended, and it was just beautiful. Oh, my lord. So, I think his character, I can't remember what his character's name is. Oh, it was Fullman. Of course, how did I forget? Fullman. Fullman, the dragonborn, is still, you know, wandering the earth, evangelizing the High Holy Tom. We should meet him as an NPC. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. There's so much you need to write in, into our world. <laughs> that's that's going to be the beauty of this. Is like Of our 20 level campaign. Yeah, it's going to be so many stories. So many. I'm excited. I'm excited to get rid of that trash campaign we're playing now and get onto a half decent one. Oh. Right, Kami? Wow. Let me just... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please don't hurt me. Oh, man. Wow. The uh, You know how they were taking down the church? Well, oh, no. Come on. The floor you know, is I just, was goofing. The floor is just I falling was, out underneath. I was uh... goofing hard. There's <laughs> a little arm off of fate lightning bolt that struck oh, yeah. instead. The bell actually hit the ground so hard it rebounded back up, <laughs> tore through the roof, <laughs> and Gaddick McMoneyhaver's getting airtime. <laughs> oh. oh my god. If I'm going, Craft's going with me, man. If I'm going, Craft is gonna... going with me. That's fine. <laughs> she him to the ground. He probably wasn't going to survive this anything anyways with Craft around. Craft. <laughs> you know? Dude! Big Boy Chung has almost shot a lightning bolt through him at one point. It's true. It would have killed us with it. If he didn't come around, he would have. It would have cracked <sighs> right through Kraft. But no, that, but he I'm didn't. Kidding. But he didn't. So it's all good. Yeah. But yeah, Tom sounds great. That that should definitely <laughs> be like. Oh man. Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, but I. Mm, I probably have the I'll write up for it. Tom's backstory. I'll send it to you. I'll look up. I'll I'll look up some gods and try to figure it out if I remember. Okay. Oops. I rolled an eleven. Uh... My turn, I guess. Yeah. Um, Tell uh, us more about Jim. About Jim? I don't have anything <laughs> else about Jim because I wasn't there when he died. Uh, but for those who listened to me talk about Jim in a recent podcast, this crazy wizard NPC, uh, I did find, I went on Reddit and asked people <laughs> if they could help me identify the mini. Uh, and they did, and I bought it. It was like a $3 mini. Uh, worth yeah, so he's going to return. Jim is going to return. He has to be an NPC now. I think was... I know how I'm going to incorporate him for you, oh, actually. Good. Like, I came up with this idea he needs to be our, downtime. Yeah, he needs to be our quest pimp or something. I don't know. See, I'm very excited for Karen's uh, campaign, but now that we've got her started, it's all she's going to do every day with this whole quarantine <laughs> lock-in thing. Oh, yeah. When she gets excited about a campaign, she will literally spend like 12 hours poring over her book writing up ideas. I can tell you guys about the depressed bard character I wanted <gasps> yes! to Yes! I've been waiting I re- yeah, for this. I refused to tell you guys about it earlier. I was like, wait for the podcast, and I forgot the last story time. <laughs> I'm not going to so, lie. I've been waiting. I wanted to make this depressed bard, who was like more of a poetry bard than a music bard. Ooh, Ooh I like it. Yeah. But all his poems were just going to be Linkin Park lyrics. (laughs) Crawling in my skin. These wounds, they will not heal. (laughs) Oh my word. I love it. In the end, doesn't even matter. Did you play him? No, I've never made him. He's on reserve for one day. You should just... Next session. <laughs> no. Kill off he can Gattic. be your backup for Gaddick if Gaddick dies. Oh, I don't want Gaddick to die. He's my favorite. The dice will decide that, I suppose. <laughs> it might be decided by a group of guards, also. 
<laughs> or fate. <laughs> or fate. I love, I love fate. It's a love-hate relationship with fate and Gaddick. Love to hate him. Yeah. I'm still proud that you didn't call him demon like you said. Like, I didn't realize that till you pointed it out. Did I point that out on the podcast or? I think you did, this last. Yeah, because he was being cooperative, so my character didn't call him demon. That's that's gross. That's beautiful. Yeah, character character development. All right. what, What is the name of this depressed bard? I don't know. Probably just Lincoln. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Stop. Lincoln the Depressed Bard. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I would have to learn a lot of Lincoln Park songs. Link- Lincoln Day. Welcome to the early 2000s, everybody. <laughs> oh, we're going back. <laughs> oh, back to the Stone Age if coronavirus has its way. Oh, gosh. Stop. <laughs> no, Rip just back. Boy to, Chungus. Just back to 1929. Yeah. Jeez, okay, let's talk about something happy. Tell us about your happy bard. Dad-ish. I don't have a happy bard, but I do have, there's another character I can talk about. Okay. Ooh. So in the D&D club in high school, uh, one of the the economics teacher would come play with us sometimes because he and the history teacher that hosted it were like best buddies, which Aww. like really cute best buddies. It was so fresh. Uh, but he played this orc that also lasted all four years and probably beyond that because he had straight up Jesus stats like you always say. <laughs> And he just rolled so well. Like, there were times where, like, one time he carried one of our players out of an explosion, and he took no damage, but all his clothes burned off, so he was, like, (laughs) naked carrying this half-dead, one of my half-dead classmates, just out of a furno. I think that was the same as the spaceship. I think that was in the spaceship story, actually. We also had a spaceship story that I'll get to, but he had, like, a wife who was, like, fine a really fine wife and he just whenever he played his orc just destroyed he was like a meme in the group (laughs) but he had some like almost pansy sounding name that i can't remember like some kind of flowery field invoking name but he just destroyed everything i love it and he was like really cool he was the coolest i wish i could remember his name uh, really experienced D&D players are always the best. Yeah. Yeah, he had like decades of experience. <laughs> so he played extremely well. Makes me think of our professor in college. Yeah. Who's a native, you know, he was born in Germany, and that's where he got all his degrees from. Moved to the U.S. and was teaching college. And we talked to him about D&D once, and he's like, oh yes, I still run a group with my friends back home on Skype. Nice. And I'm like, Dude. switch to Discord, old man. <laughs> oh, You're so that's what Discord's for. It's Skype for gamers. He was the coolest <laughs> professor. Oh yeah, but um, more stories, more stories. It's you guys' turn. Oh okay. I only have like one left <laughs> that I can I, remember. I, uh, I I don't know what story. I kind of want to. You guys tell two more. I'll tell one, and then you can tell your other two. It looks like you have four on your notes. Those are all my well, except for the one. The one. We got to struggle to keep some of these PG. Here, I'll pick one. Tell me about the vampire. <laughs> the one you get to struggle the most. Yeah, to keep you told PG. me about that one earlier. So, <laughs> there was. I was playing a bard. Somebody give us a fox sensor. We're gonna need one. Oh my gosh. I was playing a bard. I'd rather was... have an NBC sensor. <laughs> D&D. <laughs> and, D&D. Uh, I like that. That should be the, like, you play that every time you start the podcast. I had an idea for the B3 podcast's header, 
it was going to be like, uh, I actually said it in one of the tabletop recap episodes. It's like, we don't have friends to talk to, so let's make a podcast now. Be three podcast. I don't like that. That's <laughs> so sad. Yeah, well, it's also kind of true. Even though the other podcasts I make mostly by myself, but this one I actually have to have friends to make, so it doesn't even make sense. But it's a good thing you have friends then. I mean, yeah, I love you guys. We love you too. Tell us about the vampire now. You're not getting out of it. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping I would. So no, you tried. So my character was a bard, and I, I don't know. I was with the group, but somehow a vampire lord person was, I don't know, like, approached me while, I don't know, while I was on the street. You're supposed to kill the vampire lord. Yeah, but he, like, came over and he's like, oh, hey, want to come hang out? And my <laughs> character was kind of like, before I could say yes or no, it was like one of those teleporty vampire powers. And then I hung out with said vampire. This reminds me of a quest in Skyrim all of a sudden. oh yeah why does skyrim always come up in this podcast i don't know it's fun is it yeah is it really most of the quests are fetch quests where you fight draugr but other than that it's pretty good Uh, other than 95 percent of the game yeah yeah it's you gotta admit it's fun it is i've only ever beat the main quest once yeah me too i was like i don't need to do this a second time in 2012 Continue, my friend. No, it's okay. I was hoping you would forget that we were talking. No, I'm not going to forget. I want to hear the story again. Censored. I, I'm trying to figure out why you... Censor this. <laughs> I'm making so... lewd gestures. <laughs> I'm trying Stop to Stop gesticulating this... lewdly at my wife. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Delete the episode. <laughs> Delete the podcast as a whole, please. I'm done. So anyways, um, delete all three of your podcasts. Actually, my vamp or my bard hangs out with said vampire overnight with, with all his, his friends. If you understand what she's saying, and <laughs> next morning, my bard wakes up a vampire. Party comes in and they're a like, vamp tramp of sorts. Mm, yes, that. <laughs> so the rest of the party comes in and my bard's already there and they're like, "Hey, buddy, what you doing?" And my bard was like, nothing, just hanging out. How are you guys? <laughs> and so my bard is like playing the loot, just, you know, chilling in the corner. They're talking to the vampire who, he was, you know, an evil character. Not necessarily mean, but he was evil, and I think our quest was to kill him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was so, a lawful good paladin, so I've I was... i killed my share of vampire lords, yeah. Yeah, yeah I did of it. course. <laughs> so... My character's playing the loot in the corner, walks up behind the vampire lord buddy, and I just rear back, stab that loot right through his chest. <laughs> and then I, uh, being a vampire now, took over his dominion. Yeah, so you, you, you snapped the loot to make it like a steak and just... <laughs> no, I think I just stabbed it through him bluntly. Just a full loot? <laughs> just a That's full even loot. worse. That's funny. Like, the other one is, like, cool and makes sense, and then that's just ridiculous, so it's funny. That was a kind of crazy D&D, not even gonna lie, so... I think at that point, the GM was so done with the rest of the party shenanigans that he was just like, yes, please, end my suffering. <laughs> you killed him. Yeah. And then you were the vampire lord. Were you a guy in that campaign or a lady? I was a guy in that campaign. You're usually a dude. Yeah. I, you know, depends on the campaign. I bounce back and forth. My dryad was a girl. I don't even really remember that 
D&D, other than I grew someone's arm. That, that was got... the one with the demon dust, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, the person, yeah. demon dust, which is essentially cocaine, was yeah. in the story where one of our people, like, their character was addicted to demon dust, and if you, you know, inhaled any, you had to roll a con check. Within and if you failed, why are you doing gestures, smoking yeah. gestures? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, if you partook of the demon dust, you had to roll on Constitution to see if you got a mutation, and he often did. I mean, he it was just you know he had a laundry list of mutations. Yeah, exactly. And stat penalties. Didn't and... he have like tentacle? Tell us about the. Tell us about his outfit. <laughs> <laughs> he wore this wrap around his waist and an oven mitt, just one oven mitt, over his tentacle hand because he would lace his slingshot pellets in demon dust and shoot them at enemies to mutate them and hopefully kill them. But he handled it so much he had tentacle hands. So he put an oven mitt over them to hide them. I believe by the end he also his other hand was like a crab arm. No, that's a different. Oh, that's apologies. different. You are so wrong. That is wrong. I feel like a good crit fell for one of his attacks would be to mutate the creature so much that it's like stronger. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a different story. Like just straight up like Godzilla, that fool. <laughs> See, that'd be cool. It didn't I work. Like it. it did not work. It did not work. Like in Godzilla: Kingdom of Monsters, issue one. Where they nuke him, and then he just gets twice as big and develops atomic breath. Yay, radiation! <laughs> Flocka. We should do a Godzilla D&D. I would do a kaiju campaign, yes. <laughs> do you want me to write up a kaiju campaign? Kaiju. We don't need to try and write up a kaiju campaign, because everything will be wrong. Oh, yeah. It would all be wrong, and then I, I would need. I would need to be the person to run the kaiju yes, campaign. Yes, you would. Please do it. One I day. That's, well, I told you my Frost Giant campaign idea mm-hmm. that I had was a kind of kaiju campaign. Yeah. I love that setup, actually. Because that's because remember, it's more of a sympathetic creature, and lots of kaiju yeah. are. They're just too big for this world. The world wasn't ready for them. <laughs> I'm a big kaiju fan, if y'all can't tell. One of my other podcasts is a kaiju podcast, Toku King. Look it up on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Anyways, <laughs> any more? Any more else about anything else he, about? Demon he dust? did effectively weaponize the demon dust in one encounter where we were fighting were rabbits, and yeah. he oh Wallace and Gromit. Something like that. Yeah, sure. And he used the demon dust and it, like, basically melted someone's face. Because, like, you just... I mean, it was a weird reaction and the GM would just be like, okay, it's this. And he would randomly make stuff up. It was, yeah. It was a weird campaign. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it was only weird because, like, some of the party, like didn't care and then the other half just wanted to do like silly things we were only there for a session or two anyways because it was over like a long weekend from college yeah now it was really hard because everyone was going to different colleges so some people had to stay where they were for some weekends and others could come home it was just strange mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but weird stories yeah i think i need to know about your ptsd <laughs> Oh, we did skip that. Yeah. We were supposed to start with it. Apologies. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I need to know about the PTSD. Karen. I don't even know what the PTSD is at this part, at this point. (laughs) I mean, like, I've watched the PTSD. Something about a human fighter. I don't know the story. I literally don't know this one. I mean, I don't even think it's really a story. It's just I've played... A series of encounters. (laughs) 
I always have to play the human fighter to keep the party alive, so I just don't... I'm not a good player. Yeah, it's a good thing you played human fighter for our current campaign, because... Y'all would be dead. We would be very dead. Yeah. So, I've watched the issue... From all the stories, I'm sure the viewers can kind of tell that... Your campaigns are weird, and your first group, and the group that you keep going back to, is a little interesting, and not very optimized. I mean, later on, they got a lot better, and I didn't have to always play the fighter, but I just got so used to it, so... So for years, you were the one carrying your party, while your party did weird stuff, and played weird characters, like Fox Girls... And thieves that literally stole everything that was not nailed down, even if it got the entire party in trouble. Yeah. Or groups that got your leg blown off. That was the GM. That was the GM. (laughs) That was the GM. But it does set the tone for a lot of the things you played. Which, knowing your personality, you'd have just shut down at a certain point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean... That's why you need that CBD's nuts I got him. Oh my gosh. No, I mean, like, honestly, like, when I think of the past campaigns with some of my groups, I don't remember the stories of, like, the actual plot. Like, I can tell you the plot of the Theocracy D&D, but I can't tell you the plot of most of my old campaigns because I feel like there never was one that was, like, consistent because my party would just get up to shenanigans, which is fine and dandy, but... If you're dumb... I think the plot kind of <laughs> suffered because I didn't really remember a lot of it because I'm like, okay, let me think about how this is going to go. Oh, no, they're making this person mad. Oh, no, they killed this guard. Now we're being hunted. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know some of the people in that D&D session, and some of them were not great fr- great people to play with necessarily from just my handful of encounters. Yeah, like I said, they all got better. Yeah, they certainly did. The the people who stuck around got really good, and there's, like, great sessions after that, but... For when you were in the high point of your time playing with them, in your early sessions, you were the straight man of the group. I definitely feel like I was, yes. But that doesn't mean you get to have fun and be creative. You just have to survive and keep the party alive. Yeah, I wasn't even the main damage dealer. I just tanked. Like, I would go in and I'd be like, oh, someone's about to get attacked. I run in front of the attack. I kind of feel like I'm the straight man for our group. You are. Yeah. Even though one of the very first things I did ended up being comedic, but it wasn't on purpose. No, I mean, Yeah, oh gosh, it was hilarious because of your delivery and acting it out. It was beautiful. Um, It's just how he'd be. (laughs) You don't want to get poop on him you know i was less it was less that i was like super amused like haha i was just super like yes i have a player who's gonna act <laughs> out and go full bore on the role play it's yeah. gonna be great role play is what i'm good at in D. that's mm. what i can do i feel like i had to get good at combat so that's the one <laughs> thing good. i can do Other and then that, big boy chungus is good at can you insert a cricket sound say there? it all with me now Nothing. <laughs> oh! I just wanted to see what you guys would say for real. I was going to say knocking at your door, but the, he didn't actually knock on the door is the thing that... Yeah, now he it's... just announced now it. It's, now it's still a catchphrase, but it's not canon also. So now... It's weird. I love it, though. 
Well, he didn't even knock. He just, like, stood in front of the door and said, Fate knocks at your door. Yeah, that's the best part. God, that's... Didn't even knock. That's my favorite D&D moment of all time. It's also the one you remember. Tarp Demon's good, too. Tarp Demon's pretty good. Tarp Demon was pretty good. Buy that merch. Buy that merch. What's the merch? Tell us about it. Oh, yeah, we have Where's My Tarp Demon t-shirts. The one called Fate Knocks at Your Door t-shirts. Uh, the logo of the podcast t-shirts, and also hats for my other podcast, Toku King. Oh, what colors do they come in? Okay. <laughs> uh, you're, I don't know why you're derailing this so hard. But uh, the Tarp Demon one just comes in white because I had a problem making that one. And then the other one comes, the, the one called Fate Shirt comes in a ton of colors. And then I think the Tabletop Recap one comes in green and brown light brown i don't remember can i get fate knocks on my door in pink yes you can right. get the one called fate knocks on your door in pink i'm oh. gonna i'm gonna get it in leaf green Ooh, excellent. big boy chungus has one in red mm-hmm. he always wears it when we play now it's a good looking shirt i think he's gonna wear the tarp demon one sunday when we play again excellent uh tune in for that podcast that's gonna be a good one uh, very that's gonna excited. be a real good one it should be the climactic ending of the theocracy D. I'm kind should of... be I think that's going to be some epic stories right there in that session when we try to escape and fail. It's going to be really rad. It's going to be fun. Tune in next week. (laughs) Do you have any more stories to share? Well, I think there was another one on your guys' list, but I do have one more. So, at the end of our very first really big campaign in the high school D&D group, because we played a small one uh, just to get used to it, and then we would play a big one with a small one in between... Um, so at the end of our first big one, we had to go up to the top of this tower, and in the tower, it had been, like, repaired around a spaceship that crashed into it, so there were straight-up aliens, and the mat we used for the spaceship, because we were big on minis in the high school one, uh, was the straight-up map from the General Grievous Obi-Wan Kenobi Star Wars Miniatures game starting set. Which I have. It's a great, fun game. You definitely play Star Wars Miniatures. We should. It's they don't make it anymore, but it was a fantastic game. That's sad. Uh, now all the Star Wars like games like that are for ships and not like individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had that, and the big boss of the campaign was straight up just General Grievous <laughs> <laughs> with his like this his mini with his cloak and his big green lightsaber. Oh my gosh. I love it already. <laughs> and when we were fighting, like, the sh- ship, because of all the damage we did, like, fell out of the tower and survived the fall, and that's where the orc carried one of us out <laughs> naked from the fire. Oh my word. Just wonderful. Just, it, was, it was good fun. Uh, I remember when that mat came out, and I was like, yes, someone else plays this game. <laughs> it was a really fun game. We used to play it a lot in high school. I'd Wait, love to play. Is that how that session ended? Was with this big boss in the clock tower with the aliens? Yeah. Why is that how yours was going to end? No, I'm just. I'm curious. Because <laughs> I know you how... said aliens were going to be in it. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it turns out the aliens were behind everything. I don't remember all the details, but I remember the aliens. I, I was just really feel excited. like that's kind of a crazy, like, oh, by the way, aliens. From like, another world. Like, I want to know how the aliens got included. I would like to know how they got there as well, but I never found out. That's oh, sad. no. Did you not get a conclusion to your story? Now we just killed the alien and we were done. <laughs> that's it? Yeah. That depresses me. That <laughs> well, depresses me so much. That's, that's, that's what I remember, but it was over a decade ago, so... I was like freshman or sophomore in high school, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Literally a decade. 
Mm. Gosh, world. Wow. <laughs> Stop with the weird noises. No. Um. I like watching the audio spike. <laughs> Maybe you should not look at the audio. Then. I have to watch the audio, son. Oh, I'm trying to remember any other good stories. We've relived a few of them today. Yeah. A lot. I feel like I undersold the greatness of the uh, kick off the wall, slide in the water. In the no. last episode? Boy. No, it's all good. That, Gosh. That was just... Oh, and it was so late when we played that session that I don't even think any of us were thinking. If like, you haven't straight. heard that story, go watch the previous episode. Yeah, I had two episodes ago, I think. Yes. Was it two episodes ago? Gosh. Yeah, because the last one was about DMing, wasn't oh, it? Oh, right. That's right. Apologies. DMing. That was even our idea. Playing. Yeah. How did you forget that? I don't know. All I know is that when Flyboy did that, I have never laughed that hard in my entire life, nor have normally ever laughed that hard again. Probably not. Not until he does something else crazy. I literally could not move and was crying laughing. Yeah, we'll just wait till fate does some weird stuff. <laughs> That's I'm, true. I'm like waiting because I feel like this is going to have this epic ending crazy I feel, story. I feel like fate's going to die because Chungus has given up on fate living at this point. I kind of feel like we're all going to die to be completely honest. There's this sense of dread over me. Like all three of us are doomed. You know, I kind of want that. No. <laughs> no. I want that I want that fear of death. I Oliver mean, and Gaddick are just starting to like each other. Yeah. I They're think gonna it... get kissy kissy, I think. <laughs> okay. Hey, I leave that up to y'all. <laughs> no, probably not. No. Hey. I think Gaddick is too much of an ass. Gaddick's too insufferable. Uh, it's true, it's true. And you're too quick to violence. So is yeah. he though. He can be. He's working on it. He's trying. He's no, learning. I, I think he's definitely had a lot of character development. Yeah. I bet he'll learn some humility from this. Having I, had to crawl through the sewers. Twice. You guys made him go through the sewers and then made him crawl right back. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh lord, help me. <laughs> oh, Tom, save my soul. <laughs> That's gonna be great. I Oh, I want that to happen. Oh, sweet Tom. Oh, Tom. He's He's truly truly great yeah if you can find me that read up for tom i might make him my patron for the paladin i will find it if it kills me <laughs> oh my gosh but honestly at this point guys my brain is so fried yeah i'm done too we've i don't have any stories left anyways <laughs> i can't i'm sure i do but i can't remember them all mine are from point. a decade ago so i don't remember them. i'm just gonna say this i think if anyone is to survive this campaign it's gonna be gaddock Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're the survivor here. My money is on Gaddick to actually survive. I think... I feel like I could talk my way out of this, honestly. You have yeah. the best chances of, like, <laughs> your skill set's built around surviving. I think he's changed a lot for the better. I think fate is too bloodthirsty since he's like, I don't care. Let's kill these guys. And I have such plans for Gaddick, too. And then I think Oliver will just take the noble sacrifice oh, if he has to. Poor Ollie. Gaddick's gonna go from having one whole friend. Both of you combined is like one whole friend for him. Aww. He's gonna go from having like his first real friends to just being alone again immediately if he's the only one left. Oh, that is so sad. <laughs> I know. I feel like Oliver's gotta survive now, just for the <laughs> sake of Gaddick. Screw fate, though. <laughs> 
To be fair, if the player has written the character off, he's done for. He's Yeah, I feel he's like just, he's given up. Like, he could 1v1 us so hard, but his stats are so bad, and I don't understand that. And the worst part is I gave him, like, a mulligan, too. His first roll-up of stats was worse. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I gave him a mulligan. Because he had... He rolled up a... Like, a 7 and an 8 and a 10 were, like, half of his stats when I when he rolled up. And then he had nothing else that was particularly great. Like a 13, 14, and 12 or something. Mm-hmm. But his stats just didn't balance out well enough with those negatives that I just made him take a, a mulligan. I think that ruins a character when you have so many bad stats. I... One or two bad stats is fine. Yeah. Makes... I'm sure his next character will be good since he has to make it with Karen anyways. Yeah, I... I'm sure he'll have a good next character. He just didn't have any experience, is all. Nor did he listen to his GM when... True. When the GM told him not to... He did tell him the white. Told him not to touch the player's handbook until I talked to him. We even came in early for him to make the character and he was like, I already have it. I love him, though. I do too. I'm excited to make this character, though, because I think if someone sits down, really talks to him about it, because, like, when we... He said warlock, right? He wants to be a warlock? Yeah. But when we sat down, and I'm like, okay, have you thought about race and stuff? And then we found lizard folk, and it worked out great with your backstory. Oh, it fit perfectly with what I wanted to play as. And the bounty hunter thing was just like, wow, that goes with how you wanted to play your paladin. And I think sitting down... We fleshed out this awesome character for you. Yeah, we actually had to go to another room so that Kami wouldn't hear us so we could talk some story deeds. Yeah, yeah. which, again, <laughs> oh, I was so excited. Because I know you were thinking fighter. Yeah. And I talked you into fighter. I'm like, oh, yeah, fighter would be great for... But then, like, I started thinking about it. I'm like, let me pitch him paladin. just Because I did want a tiny bit of magic, but not, like, too much magic. Yeah. And the paladin's, like, a perfect balance of, like, physical ability... And just a touch of magic to really yeah. bring everything together. I don't have magic smite. yet. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get magic level too. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, get good with the whole, like, because you picked some pretty great weapons. If I, do I rolled some... some excellent stats. Yeah, mm-hmm, you did. got some great stats just across the board. I mean, like, really just, it's even, like an even spread with some standouts that are like, oh yeah, this is going to be a good character. Plus you'll have some heals. I mean, paladins yeah. are just, like... If I you can had, heal a little from paladin. If you had to be a solo character taking on anything, paladin's probably the best rounded for survivability. I would say that, yeah. I mean, the combination of some fighter damage, yeah. armor proficiencies, but some cleric heals, and a little bit of smite extra damage to supplement, like... Just a very well-rounded class. He's going to be very different than Gaddick because Gaddick kind of hangs back in the shadows and then Lizard Boy is going to be front lines. Every time. <laughs> He's going to be in there because he wants that bounty. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to make that money. He wants that dank cash. Uh, it's going to be interesting, too, to see how some of the characters play out from my understanding of how these characters are going to be played. So It's going to be fun. Yes. I'm excited. Maybe, maybe we can talk Chungus into making his character. Like, soon. Oh, yeah, we could probably do it Sunday. Yeah, mm. probably. Yeah, and then we can maybe talk about it uh, on the next podcast. Because uh, the very next issue of this... Issue? It's like it's a comic book. <laughs> the very next uh, episode of this will, in fact, be more than likely the last session of your campaign. Unless y'all really go off the rails, it should be the last one. I think our goal right now is just to get out of the city limits. 
this was only ever intended to be a three session one, so the fact that the second we doubled it, yeah, <laughs> the fact that last session was supposed to be the second session, yeah, you can, you guys can finish it in this last one. I'm excited to see what happens. Oh, what? Like you said, unless we mess it up some more. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. You could just jump in the river and <laughs> just leave. I'm excited to count the <laughs> bodies at this away. point. Oh, yeah. I we need a kill count at the end. You have to give us a kill count. I will. I because there's the assassin, and then there's all kinds of other stuff that's going to be added up. Which I love how I'm the, the fighter, and I think I've gotten the least kills <laughs> out of everyone. Actually, I don't know who killed Everard. The oh, mage I did. I guy stole that, that kill. Murked. <laughs> I stole that kill from fate. Okay, I remember that. So you got a kill. Y'all kind of split the assassin. Those are the only two bodies y'all have put into the ground. Nobody else has died. Fate gets the final hit on pretty much everybody because he's DPS is all get out. Yeah, that's I, what hey, that's what sorcerers do. I have grown to love fate though, and when he inevitably dies, I will miss him. <laughs> I will. Gaddick will even miss him a little bit. Just a little, though? Yeah. Just a little. I feel like lots of the uppity people in Gaddick's family might not like you guys. They might be okay with, with Karen's character, Oliver. I'm not sure they'll they'll be down with a tiefling. I'm sure associating with a folk hero probably can't hurt, you know, from a social circle reputation yeah. perspective. I'll be like, these are my comrades. Because I really want to meet my family. I'll let you write all the other family members, but I, I, want, I want... I need feedback on Dad. I want to help with Dad. Please. Yeah. I need that. <laughs> I really want to meet my family because I think they could be a bunch of crazy characters. Crazy, oh, I've already got some ideas. Crazy, dumb, rich people. I already told you that I think it would be cool to have like a murder mystery campaign mm -hmm. with them. That would be awesome. I like murder mysteries. Though. I don't know why Oliver would be there, though, for a murder mystery in the because, money haver. Because I would bring you guys along because you're my friends now. Aww, I love that. I feel like our characters honestly, like, have, like, some respect for each other. Yeah. At least that. Cause at least know. from a competent standpoint, it seems like. There you go. I'm just saying. But I'm excited to find out what the uh, the conclusion to this will be. And if we ever touch these characters again, too. Yeah, yeah who knows, I really probably. hope we do. Because I feel like we'll just keep them for when you DM. Each, each DM, I feel like, is just going to have their own universe, probably. Mm -hmm. I'll bet, you know what? I think I've decided I'm just going to be the one to run the Rick and Morty campaign. I do think it. I'm just going to do it. That's going to be my break into DMing. Do it. I've I think decided. it'll be really great. Because I want to do it, because I kind of want to do a pre-written one before I do anything. And it's just a short, I think it's like a short one session, one or two sessioner. I don't think it's anything long. It's just a promotional thing. That should be perfect then. Okay. Uh, so that'd be good practice for me. Because I, as, as I said in a previous podcast, I do have many ideas. I just don't want to do the math and spend time on it. Hopefully we survive. But I have been writing a lot because I'm writing a book right now. Ooh. Subject Pink. Pick it up on Amazon later this year. <laughs> do you have an editor? No. Why? You want to edit? <laughs> I got a degree in English. Hey, that's true. Is it? Yeah, that is true. I have a bachelor's <laughs> in literature, I, yes. I forgot about that, actually. <laughs> oh, no! Yeah. It's a bunch of short tokusatsu-inspired short stories. Ooh, excellent. But that's probably it for today. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been almost 50 minutes. It doesn't feel oh, like it, though. Wow. No, wow. Yeah, it felt like 30 at most. But uh, that's it. So that was more stories and a sneak peek 
at what's up next time. Yay! We, get, we gave him like a 10, 15 minute long sneak peek. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll take die. us seven hours to get through the session, I'm sure. So. Yeah, last time it was long. We had a long session last week. We didn't start until like 4.30 and we stopped at close to 9.30. Yeah. It was a long session. I mean, we did have a lot of bickering in that session. We so. had a lot of ground to cover, too. Yeah. yeah. But, next but, uh, time. Yeah, that's it. So, if you want any cool merch, if you want to follow us on Facebook or at B3 Productions on Twitter, you can check out the links in the description below. You can also check out our Patreon uh, if you want to support us there. Lots of behind-the-scenes content. I have put up a lot of pictures from our gaming sessions on there and stuff. Uh, but I also do that on Facebook, but there's more on Patreon. So, uh... That's it. Thank you all once again very much for your support. Tune in next time when we finish your campaign. Do you have a title for your campaign? Um, I've always just called it The Theocracy. The Theocracy is a good title. I yeah. like it. The Theocracy. <laughs> so there you go. So tune in for the end of The Theocracy next time, and we'll see you all later when fate, say it with me, everyone, no. knocks at your door. door. You wouldn't say it with us. That's like, that's like not saying... That's like not uh, saying live from New York, it's Saturday night. <laughs> like the one cast member that doesn't say live from New York. There's a cast member that doesn't say that? No one. I'm ending the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>